your law. For the issues of your word bring in light and give understanding to the simple. We take your word. We hide it down in our hearts. Hallelujah. That we will not sin against you. We thank you, Lord, as you ignite us, excite us. Praise God. And we thank you above all that you invite us to taste and see that the Lord is good. And blessed is the man that trusted in him. Hallelujah, hallelujah. We bless you because we know that the angels of the Lord is in camp about those that fear him. My God, we love you. I hear your words that many of the fiction of the righteous, but the Lord deliver us out of all of them. We thank you for being faithful. Hallelujah. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen and amen. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Is the Lord good some of the time? All of the time. And all of the time. God is good. God is good. Amen. Thank God for you and your press, those that you that have come. And yesterday was just a pressing day for me. The whole weekend. Uh, it, just, it was just pressing. I know God wants me to have balance in my life, and I'm gonna have to have balance in my life. Amen. But I tell you this, I, I sent out a text not too long ago. It says that the uh, the two that use the most do not rust out. <laughs> now think about what I'm saying. If a tool is being used, it doesn't rust out. But if you got one that's just laying around and the rain fall on it and it just dry out and then the rain fall on it, it's going to rust. But when you use a tool, that's any carpenter, it does not rust quickly. So I'm saying to the master carpenter, use me, Lord. So I find myself, when I become overwhelmed, or I find myself becoming excruciating and, and pain and exhaustion, I know then I have to ask myself, am I doing what God wants me? Because part of what I'm doing is what I want to do. Because if you're doing what God wants you to do, he's going to enable you. Yes, he will. He will enable you. Yes, he will. He'll give you a supernatural touch. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. I want to show you something in the word of the Lord. We're going to get back because we've been talking about friends and showing you how your words and how effective your words are. So I'm going to take you to a few passages of scripture. I want to take you to one in Proverbs chapter 18. First of all, so you can see the basic of what we're talking about. Proverbs chapter 18. Going to the book of Proverbs, you got to remember it was written by Solomon. Solomon was one of the sons of David. Now we also, in our study in the last few weeks, we have been studying about another son of David. And we're going to see more about him when we get back to 2 Samuel chapter 13. In, in fact, we were talking about two sons, Ammon and Absalom. But we're going to get back. Amen? Amen? But this is another son of David. Hallelujah. His name is Solomon. The name Solomon itself means peace. It's come from the Hebrew word shalom. Have you ever heard that word? Shalom. Shalom mean what? Peace. And Solomon's name is a root of shalom. Solomon. Shalom. And so during his reign, there was peace in Jerusalem. He was one of the kings that didn't have to fight or go off to war because that was peace. God gave him peace during his tenure. And uh, we want to see what he said in this 18th chapter of Proverbs. Proverbs is made up of two words, proverb, verb, word, P-R-O, uh, mean words, words that are spoken, short words, short sayings. Uh, the scripture tells us, and I'll show you this in a minute, what the Lord said about Solomon and the wisdom that he had given Solomon. He asked for wisdom. 
God asked him what he wanted. He asked for wisdom. And I'll tell you this in, in tonight's lesson. If you ask for wisdom, you can get anything else. All right. I'll if you get wisdom. Amen. To get wisdom, you mean you want the mind of God. Amen. God don't want you coming asking him for no house. Don't you know God know you need a house? Yeah. Amen. Don't you know he said the birds, the birds in the air, he has taught the birds, praise God, how to make a nest. Yeah. You don't need to go to God telling him, praise God, about you need clothes. Don't you know he said, don't you see the hills, how they're clothed with, with beautiful flowers? Yeah. God knows what you need. And the thing that you need is the wisdom of God. Amen. So if you get the wisdom of God, even if you lose what you got, Come on now. wisdom can help you get it back again. Amen. <laughs> Praise God. Wisdom, you have to ask for it. Yes. Amen. If you ask for wisdom, glory to God, the Bible said he will give it to you. That's the book of James, chapter 1. The Lord give you. If you, ask, if you lack wisdom, ask God for it. And you lack wisdom. If you don't, you lack wisdom. If you marry, you need some wisdom. If you got some children, you need some wisdom. If you are not married, you need some wisdom. If you don't have any children, you need some wisdom. If you got a job, you need some wisdom. My goodness, because I'm going to tell you, there's some things that'll come on you, and you'll need wisdom of God. Go and open your mouth to keep quiet. Are you hearing what I'm saying? This little tongue I have you throwing fists. And then it's going right on back in there. Don't say nothing else. But the fist out. See? But the tongue started all of that. The Bible says it's the smallest member in your mouth. The smallest members in your mouth and boast. Amen. Amen. So go with me. I know I'm telling you what's right. Go with me to the 18th chapter of the book of Proverbs. Proverbs. And that's what I just want to tell you, that Solomon is the one that wrote it. So while you're going to the 18th chapter Proverbs, and I want to show you something, what the word said about Solomon. And, and uh, we will get to that in a minute. If you got it, say amen. amen. I want to start with you because something is very important here that he's saying. And sometimes we just spot read. We go in, we'll pull out one scripture, we'll read that. And the word of God is good because there are or scripture that you can pull out of context. If you pull, pull it out of context, you won't really get what it means in context. You know, we, we, we do a lot of that. And God word when they were sharing it, and we could see in the Old Testament, they read passages. And, 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 and it, it behooves me when we say, okay, and I do it too, we'll say go to 1 Corinthians. Uh, we may say chapter 5 and verse uh, 19 or verse 17 now and we'll go there but did you not know that whole chapter is a letter yes. it's a letter mm -hmm. <laughs> he wrote two letters to the Corinthians yes, he, he wrote two letters praise God when it comes to who else can tell <clears throat> when it came to Paul I mean Timothy Paul wrote two letters to Timothy First and second what? He wrote letters. But we go in, we pull out our favorite little passage. But those are letters. If somebody sent you a letter, you just, well, I won't read anything else. I'm just going to go, I'll just go, uh, okay, I love you and I'll see you next week. And all that other good stuff on that letter. It's to be written and read in its entirety. But we pull out our favorite passage. And you lose the context of what he was saying. Amen. Amen. When he would tell them to rejoice, you got to see what they went through. To let them know. You rejoice because God has been with you. God is the one that said rejoice. But we'll go in. 
and, and what we do a lot of time, and, and I'm just as guilty, we say, well, this is my favorite passage, and so for you to say that, that means that you're isolating yourself from the rest of that passage, and you're just sticking to my favorite passage. Hallelujah. But all this is a whole counsel of God. This is his word. And we need to see what it says in its entirety. Jesus said, Lo, I come in the volume of the book. That's what? Written of me. The book. Not a chapter. God's word came over 1,500 years with 40 different authors over three different continents. Hallelujah. And there are no books that are not important in the word of God. The word Bible itself means collection. It's a collection of books. And it's very important that we know what it said because this book, when you see it, it comes together. Even the prophecies. And I know some of us, and, and, and I'm just as good, when I go in and I, and I read, I said, my God, we may overlook what Nahum said. We don't see how Nahum connect with Obadiah. We fail to see how Obadiah connects with Jeremiah. Do you not know Daniel quoted from Jeremiah? He read what Jeremiah said, and that's why he was looking for the deportation of the children of Judah, because he had read what Jeremiah said. It gave him some idea when Nebuchadnezzar was going to come down and, and take the Jews and, and, and put them in exile. But they had also read God's word. To be in exile means God's word was coming to pass. He had spoke judgment upon his own people. Let me show you something about God. Spoke judgment, told them that he was going to have nation. They were going to rise up and, and they were going to go in and they were going to chastise God's people. And God turns around and chastises them for chastising his people. <laughs> now he's God. Because they sometimes when, when people are given the authority and this takes somebody who has a job. And you may have a job, you have a supervisor, and your supervisor has a job description. And so in that job description, they are told that, you know, you can write grievances and you can this and that and other. Don't you know that sometimes they bring their prejudices in? And so they will overdo it. Even though it's been given the authority. And you have to watch yourself because as parents, God has given us authority over our children. But you can overdo it. Right. Right. You can overkill. Yes. Sometimes the punishment, praise God, is worse than the crime. Amen. Because you take it out when you feel angry. Right. When your indignation, when they, they do something against you, mm -hmm. I'm helping somebody. Yes, so we forget that children are a heritage of the Lord. And the fruit of the womb is his reward. Psalms 127. And I think a lot of times, praise God, when it comes to us being in the, in the word of God, we have skipped over so much. And that's why when I try to teach, and I'm not the only one, so just, just hear me. When I try to teach, I want you to see the context and how what you're reading now relates to something else that you may not have read. Amen. And if you read it, it'll give you a greater understanding. Amen. Now, let me, let, me, let me just say this, and this is by way of teaching. How many of you uh, understand what taking the Lord's Supper is all about? That's just for an example. What do you mean? 
All right. I, I, what'd you say? Somebody saying in remembrance? She says, bring his second come. Brother, uh, that was broken. That's good. What else? Your hand was up. Taking a part of his body. Take a part of his body. of his body. Sister Joanne. All right, that's someone else is saying that they they uh, talk about the body and the blood, and that's right. And all of those uh, are good points. But if somebody who came and asked you, why do you do this? Would you be able to tell them? But you see, you're saying in remembrance of it. But then they may be asking, well, well, his death is buried. And all those are good little words that go along with it. That's all well and good. Amen. <laughs> but if I go in and you tell me his death, and I say, well, when did he die? Then they ask you, why did he die? So you understand what I'm saying. If someone were to come in and you may tell them what you know, well, it has to do with his death. It has to do with his burial. Well, when did he die? How come he died? Who killed him? And so you can do all of it. you can take a lot of stuff and not know all of that. But to know that it helps bring what you're doing to a place of remembrance. Because you're taking saying you remember, why did he die? Then it becomes, listen, it becomes very personal, but it also becomes serious. It becomes serious. You will know that you don't wait till the day that you take communion to apologize to me. Oh, you hear what I'm saying here? You don't just wait. Well, okay, we're going to take communion. Anybody you know that you had a problem with? Find them and tell them you're sorry. If you know the importance of the, of the, the Lord's table, you'll do it before then. Because you can get there and they'll say, I don't want to hear nothing you got to say. Then you don't have time to rectify they don't want to hear. <clears throat> Repentance. Amen. Is to be done. Not to the degree. It get cold. Because you mess around. Do something to somebody. And you don't repent. And it, it get cold. And you'll find yourself saying. I don't owe them. Or you find yourself being ashamed. And it's too late and all this. You do it then. You do it then. Because it will affect your joy. It will affect your testimony. It will affect your testimony. And, and, and you can't just run from this person, from this house, from this church to that church and leave it undone somewhere else. We are a body. And Christ is the head. That's right. Not only a body, he sees us, not only a body with a head, but a building with one foundation. And a bride with one groom, bridegroom. That's how the church is, is seen. But that's not all, but those are the three primary ways that God has identified his church as one bridegroom with one what? One, one bride. And that means he likened the church 
to a marriage. So marriage is sacred. I'm just trying. I'm just trying to help you so you can see how important things are that we do in line and in turn with God's word. Marriage is. A, you don't go into it lightly. Because when you stand at the altar, you make a vow. You're lying if you don't stay there. Because that's what you're saying. That's what you're saying. And don't make me pull out my little black book. Because <laughs> that's exactly what you're saying. When you stand before God and before everybody else and everyone who sit there, you agree to what you just heard. Because the question is asked, is it anybody here? That mean you. Knows for any reason why these two should not what? Nobody open that mouth. Unless it's somebody that's been somebody been shown. <laughs> and they may holler, stop! Stop the wedding! They made a song about it. I remember when I was growing up, they made a song about it. Stop the wedding. But it's because not they had asked God for it, but because they felt like they was being guilted. So it's serious business when you talk about anything when it comes to this book, we need to know. That's why I pressed my way when the Lord saved me. I said, Lord, if you give me the understanding, I said, and I heard the word of God, and I read it. He opened up my understanding. I said, my God. I said, Lord, if you trust me with your word. I'll share it with up. I didn't make a promise and, and renege on it. I've been excited about the word of God since the day he saved me. I have not lost my joy. My husband said to me, he was said early, I said, yes, did I ever tell you that you was a wonderful woman? You was a wise wife. Did I ever tell you that? And this is what I said to him. I said, uh, <laughs> you may have, I said, but I'd never get tired of hearing it. <laughs> And you might have said, but I don't ever get tired of hearing it. Say it again. Right. That's all I was saying. Because there was a time that you didn't say it. Right. But I know this. Hallelujah. If you live this thing, yes. my God will bring you through. Yes. But he said, listen, weeping may endure for, and we take that and we just use that. But listen, weeping may endure for a night. But how long is the night? Come on now. How long does the night last? How long do I have to cry? How long before I see in the morning? Hallelujah. How long will it be before I get my joy? You see, that's what we do. We, don't, we, 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 we say things and, and we, we embrace cliches. And I hear people say this all the time. Uh, praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. I know, I'm blessed. I'm highly favored. Pour something out. A few weeks later, pray the Lord high. <laughs> I'm telling you, I listen. It's time to put away fake phoniness in the body of Christ. It's time to be real. That's why I asked you, did you understand about taking the Lord's up? That's real. Yes, it is. It's real. You ought to know what you're doing when you take and you eat of his body. When you drink of, praise God, the blood. Because if we believe that, then we'll start talking differently. 
He sent his blood to cleanse us. We'll understand when Isaiah said he was wounded for our transgression. He was bruised for our iniquity. The chastisement of our peace was upon him and with his strike what? We're healed. Not just healing your body, your emotion. Hallelujah. Complete healing. But it comes from your mouth. Proverb 18. <clears throat> just 18. I want to show you something. We'll come on down. Let me just get there. This is what he said. The preparations of the heart is in man, and the answer of the tongue is from the Lord. That's verse 1. Listen at that. Proverb. Oh, I said 16. 18. Okay, I'm sorry. Well, I said 18. Well, I just want to show you this in 16. Then I go to 18. I just want to show you this in 16. Because I'm talking about your heart and your tongue. But even if I'm in 16, see how we're still in the same, in the same book? Amen. <laughs> and then get lost? Right. Proverbs 16.1. It said, the preparations of the heart in man and the answer of a tongue is from whom? The Lord. Look at that. Look at that. The answer is from whom? I, I, I don't know exactly where it is right now, but you know what the Bible said? When you give the right answer, it was possible, you ought to be able to kiss your own lips. When you give the right answer. God, we so often time give. And, and you can't, you can't, about this say But if it was possible, if you get the right answer, you ought to want to kiss your mouth. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. And it's you have to study to be quiet. Do I speak now? Do I speak later? Even how do I speak? The Bible teaches us that a soft answer turn away strife and wrath. Because you can open your mouth and then the way it, where it comes out. I was talking to somebody the other day and as I was talking to them, I said, you know what? I think I need to call you back later because I'm detecting the frustration in you. Even when they answer the phone. I can see the anxiety. So I said, I'll talk to you later when you've come to terms. Because I can hear it. So later on, I said, you know, you was exactly right. I was being very agitated by something. I said, and I heard it. That's why you deserve it. Because I, I could have heard it kept on talking and would have and would have gotten my feeling hurt. But I, I picked up quick. I picked up quick. I said, you know, you're, you're upset. And that's what happened when Martha. <laughs> and Martha was in there banging pots and pans. And Jesus didn't tell her to fix him no lamb chop. And she was in there rattling the pots and pans. And Mary was sitting down at his feet just eating up every word. She was angry. She came by and she said, Master. You know, you don't think she just said, Master. Oh, she was angry. And she came out, Master. You know, you, you my sister left me to serve by myself. You know, don't you care? You know. Now listen. Hallelujah. You can take on things that God did not assign you to do. And you, you'll find yourself becoming frustrated. Why I don't have somebody here to help me? Where is everybody? I know they, I, I help them. Where are they now? I can't find nobody. I need somebody. Mary sitting down there 
he met Jesus eating from his mouth. And let me show you what Jesus said to her. Let me show you. you know what? God is good. He will get in your business. Yes, he will. Old proverb. And flip over to the 10th chapter of Luke. Luke. Remember, it's here, little bad little. Line upon line, line upon line, precept upon precept. Isn't that good? So we're still in the book, aren't we? Amen. Go to Luke chapter 10. Let me just show you what her real problem was. <laughs> oh, God. Amen. What her real issue was in today's vernacular. Luke chapter 10. If you got to say amen. amen. Look at verse 38. You know, there's nothing like a good word from the Lord. A rhema word. <laughs> Verse 38 said, Now it came to pass as they went, that he entered into a certain village, and a certain woman named Martha received him into her house. And she had a sister called Mary, which also sat at Jesus' feet. And did what? Her, that's what Martha should have been. When we get through showing you what she did, you'll know you should be at Jesus' feet with the kind of attitude you got. Let's go back. And then around verse 40. But Martha was cumbered about much serve. Look at this. And came to him and said, Lord, does thou not care that my sister has left me to serve alone? You see this? Now, now, now stop for a minute. And think about this. It's just another. And I might have said this to you before. But, but watch this. How you can bypass your sister. And talk about her to the Lord. <clears throat> Mary was right there. Why you didn't just say something to Mary? But you bypass Mary. And you go to Jesus. Well, let's see if you don't like what he got to say about it. <laughs> so, and so this said. This is what she said. Bid her therefore that she help me. Now she going to tell Jesus what to do. <laughs> so if you just come in, I mean, I am in the book of Luke chapter 10. <laughs> now she's going to tell him what to do. Then her, that she helped me. Now let's see what he said. And by the way, <clears throat> he's called the Prince of Peace, so he said what he had to say with peace. Martha, Martha, call her name twice. The only one whose name is called twice. I can show you there, there are a bunch of men. But Martha's the only one. This is what he said. Martha, Martha, thou art careful. The word careful means anxious. And trouble about one thing. He picked up. He already knew. It, 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 it's many things. It's not deserving. Because that's only one thing. It's not married. It's only one person. He said, you're in trouble. You're in trouble. You're anxious about many things. Let's just stop and take a praise break. About many things. Help me, Lord. Help me, Lord. To get a hold of my emotions. Instead of speaking premature. Let me deal with what the real problem is. Because one day I got to give an account of my emotions. And you can take it out on children. Take it out on your wife. Take it out on your sister, your brothers. What you're anxious about. Amen. What's troubling you. 
But you take it out on somebody else. Say, Lord, help me. Take it out on the baby. Take it out on the cat. Take it out on the dog. Kick the door. Break your own dishes. Punch holes through your own wall. Ain't the rest of the bosom of a wall. Fool. You break a hole in your wall, you got to fix it. Go out there and get mad, punch the tire, you got to fix it. Break the dish, you got to replace them. Get a hold of your emotions. Now, Lord, talk to somebody. Get a hold of your emotions. Husband, get a hold of your emotions. Wife, sister, brother. Get a hold of your emotions. Let's go back. Look what he said. Martha, Martha, thou art careful and trouble about many things. But one thing, now you trouble about many, but it's one thing that's needful. Watch this. And you're not doing it. <laughs> one thing that's needful, and Mary has chosen that what? Good part. Which shall not be taken away from her. You can ask whatever you want. I'm not going to take it away from her. Because guess what? She has chose the best dish. Oh, taste and see. That's what she doing. <laughs> Eating the words coming out of his mouth. Have you ever heard somebody say, I'm going to make you eat your words? When she's eating his words. Hallelujah. That's what we need. The word of the Lord. Amen. Because death and life are where. So he's going to go back to where we're going. And he has life in his mouth. And she was receiving life from the life giver. I'm the way, the truth, and the life. My God. Is this happening to anybody? Get a hold of your emotions. Because one day you got to give an account of your emotion. He's already told you what to do with whatever the problem is. Catch some of them. All your what? Care is the base word of careful. Care is the base word of careful. Catch all your care. Lord, I give this to you. Lord, I make a conscious decision to trust you. I can't see it, but I'm going to trust you through the process. Hallelujah. Go back to the book. Let me show you what he said. Said she has chosen. In other words, she made a choice. And you could be sitting down here too. <laughs> she made the best choice. And I'm not going to do what? And shall not be taken away from her. Hallelujah. Feel me, Lord. Feel me, Lord. With your wisdom. With your word. With your way. With your knowledge. Hallelujah. Feel me, Lord. If you want me to do it, it ain't nothing wrong with it. Sure, give me a sign. Feel me, Lord. That's all you're doing. He can see that. You can't be a. If, if you know you need something from the Lord, let him know. I need you, Lord. I'm putting up my antennas. Thank you for showing me what I needed. Then showing me how to get it. Amen. It's in Jesus that we live and move. 
Thank you, Lord. Because there come a time when food is not is the last thing you want. Come on. Grief, pain, hurt, take your appetite. And Jesus has said to his disciples, listen, they want to know what the woman from Samaria came. And here she is and she wants this living water. She wants, she's tired of coming to this well. So give me this water. <laughs> so I don't have to come back here. So you want this water? Go get your husband. So I don't have one. <laughs> he said, you have told the truth. Because there are folks who are with men that they call their husband. But he's not. God will get in your business. <laughs> who is this? This is my husband. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. It's my husband. That's who this is. But if you want what Jesus has, you got to come clean. You got to do it. Because this is living water. This is living water. And he says to her, I said, go get it. She said, I don't have one. And when you get into people bidding, they want to change the subject. So she says, hey, I perceive that you are a prophet. So to change the subject, try to flatter you. I, I listen, that's, that's a territory I don't want you to trade upon. So maybe if I tell you, praise God, that I believe that you're a prophet, you're going about your business. Because you get too close in mind. <laughs> I'm, I'm bringing home, making it a lot. And we'll do that. God is good. Stay with me. Hallelujah. Let's go to Proverbs 18. You go to 18. There was one I want to show you though in 16. I did give you 16.1. I already gave you that one, didn't I? Let me show you another one. And then you can mark this one. 16.7. Look at this one. Look at this one. You got it? 16.7. When a man ways please the Lord, he maketh even his enemies to be at peace with him. This, this, take an inventory. Are my ways pleasing the Lord? Because if they are, even my enemies, he'll make at peace. And then he said, better is a little with righteousness than great revenues without right. That means big money and all that. A man hard devises his way, but the Lord directs his what? Lord, I thank you right now. Go on down. Let me show you something what he said in verse 13. Righteous lips are the delight of the kings, and they love him that speaketh right. Again, it's setting the stage to let you know how important it is. Your speech is righteous, and this righteous lip of the delight of the king. You can say the king, or is the light of my my boss, my supervisor. Righteous lip, and they love him that speak it right. Do you know there are people who knows whether you are telling the truth or not, and they trust what you have to say, and they'll come and they say, "Well, what happened on this line?" And everybody be giving that story, and they say, "Well." God bless you and keep you in Jesus' name. We got to stop there. Lord have mercy. So much information, so much word. 
Lord, help us to retain your word. Help us, Father God, in the name of Jesus, to um, um, eat your word, live your word. Give us wisdom, Father God. I said, remember our frame with nothing but dust. <laughs> Keep us in perfect peace, whose mind is stayed on thee. Father God, let us not be like uh, Martha was in the, in, the, in, the, in the fact that she was just so anxious about a lot of things. Let us, not, let us not have our minds um, worried about serving or, or, or worried about much serving or worrying about um, a job or bill or house or car or husband or wife. Or the cares of this life can be overwhelming. But even now, let us um, choose that good part. Let us choose that good thing, Father God, that will not be taken away from us. Let us choose the word of the Lord. Let us choose the words of your mouth. The words of your mouth, Father God, can handle any anxiety, anything that comes up in life. Even now, Father God, let us not be worried about this and that. But even now, keep us in perfect peace, Lord God. Keep our minds stayed on you, Father God. Help us right now and then strengthen the woman of God even now, Father God. Dr. David, strengthen the one of God. Bless her in her body. Hallelujah. Keep giving her words. Oh, wisdom and words of, of understanding. And Father God, we pray for wisdom. Finding out that wisdom, if we have wisdom, we can get what we want. Right now, in the name of Jesus, we pray for wisdom. We pray for, uh, the, uh, for the spirit of slowfulness laziness and whatnot to be cast away from us even now for god let our, let our minds stay stayed on thee keep us father god together uh, mentally spiritually physically father god right now in the name of jesus christ of nazareth keep us father god touch us even now father god keep us Right now in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth Lift up, bow down heads Cast out the spirit of depression Even now, Father God Forgive us of sins Let us not, Father God Let the Koba heal us in our bodies Heal us in our minds Heal us in our pocketbooks Heal us right now Heal our giving In the name of Jesus Touch us even now, Father God. Deliver us right now, Lord Jesus. And keep us in perfect peace. Hallelujah. For we hope in thine word. The interest of our word giveth light and giveth understanding unto the simple. So we give your name the praise, the glory, and the honor. In Jesus' name, amen and amen and amen.